first off, tell us who you are, give us your backgrounds, and how you got involved with Raising Hearts. Yes. Hi. Um, my name is Candace Hartford. Um, I am a, a mom. I have three kids. I have twin boys that are seven, uh, Keaton and Grady Hartford, and uh, my daughter Isla, who's five. And my twin boys are both on the spectrum. So um, basically got started with Raising Hearts because I genuinely felt so isolated as a, um, I was a nurse before being a parent, and then as I became a mom, and then eventually became a special needs mom, it, it just changed my life. And um, coming from a background of wanting to help parents when they're in like a time of stress and um, in the NICU when they're really in a traumatic phase of their life, it, it only made sense that like I'm in a traumatic phase of my life. And as um, COVID hit in the last few years, we really just felt like I needed to bring a community together for my family. Um, so selfishly started this honestly to bring people together. So I had friends that I could, um, you know, who can understand my life a little bit yeah, and, and then my kids with. could, yeah, yeah my kids definitely. could get it. Like I just wanted us all to be together. We do, we, we should all know and, and be able to help each other. And okay. I'm Caitlin Litchfield. I am a photographer and I came to be part of Raising Hearts this summer when I participated in an event that Candace had put on at the Cohasset Sailing Club. And we had had a rough summer and with my son. Uh, he is my oldest boy. He is also autistic. And we showed up to this event and my son Cam pointed at the sign. He said, look, mom, we can go here. And I was like, it was really striking for me because I thought, how does he feel like we can't go anywhere? How does he feel like this is the only place he could be? And um, I went right up to Candace and I said, I'm here and I'm here to participate. And then we, we literally we have not like, stopped since. Yeah. Joined at the hip. Yeah. <laughs> so for those who don't know, what is Raising Hearts? Yeah. So Raising Hearts is a, it's a community. So we're basically um, parents helping other parents. Um, I wanted, you know, when I was trying to think of, a, a, I guess, like a name of what this group would mean to me, I wanted it to be like all of us are raising our children together. We're not we're not alone. And that's why we are raising hearts. Um, and what else was I going to say? I don't know. <laughs> I'll help you. So uh, raising hearts is there's there's a couple of pillars of the organization. And the first one is uh, a parent to parent or caregiver to caregiver mentorship program. So when your child is diagnosed with autism or, you know, another neurodiversity, you it, it's like you're in the ocean alone. And yeah. the point of this is to have a community. We're, we're not doctors. We're not psychologists. We're parents that have been there. Mm -hmm. And there's something about this trusted community of parents that's uh, it's like no other relationship. I mean, when you first have a baby, you say, well, what diapers do you use or what formula do you use? And it's the same. Ex it's the same thing. So where did you get your neuropsych exactly. done? Or, you know, wh we what does your AP say? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's, it's just parents to parents. And um, I mentor some moms that are newly diagnosed because I've been on this journey a while. But mm -hmm. I actually just found myself a mentor mm -hmm. uh from a woman that has a child that's older than mine. And so now I can learn to navigate like the next levels of school and yeah, things like that. You know, because right now, you know, you can go on Facebook, you can go on a million groups, you can certainly, you know, um, connect with other people that are right. in a local area of yours. But this is really more about like genuine connection and genuine friendships that will go be lifelong. Mm -hmm. um, you know, 
my passion really too is that first beginning stage because when I, I'll never forget being in the office of my pediatrician and knowing I was going to hear the words. But when mm-hmm. they came out and said, your son is autistic and our first goal for him will be to get to kindergarten, like the wind was sucked out of me. And yeah. then to find out a year later that his twin was diagnosed, it was like, wow, my life is going to change. Yeah. And But what does it mean? It, so then it, you can go it, to other parents and yeah, say, what does this mean for you? Exactly. And I honestly like – it's it sucked the joy of parenting away from me for like a year. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of grief and a lot of crying and a lot of like just Unknown. um over fear, yeah. straight fear. And I look back now at these newer families and there's so many. There's so many I didn't even know there were so many, but there's no way I want anyone to feel like that again. Like yeah. I want someone to go, you're going to be okay. We're going to swoop you up. We're going to show you like mm. the mom basics or the yeah. dad basics. Right. And just kind of navigate you know, through, like even just the acronyms. Think about it: ADD, ADHD, ASD, yeah. SPD, ODD. See, it's like, oh my God, what do those mean? Right, you know, right. so, it's probably a lot of alphabet yeah. soup. Of- it's a lot of alphabet soup, yeah. and just so you're going in and saying, you know, what does that mean? And, and not feeling like you have to call a doctor every time you want to say, you know, what's an IEP mean? What does this mean? So, just what having- is my? It's a whole new vocabulary. Yes. And you're yeah. kind of in a group you you never wanted to be in, but I want yeah. people to go. Well, I kind of like my group. Yeah, I like my yeah. friends. I like my and group. the way that we facilitate or to help make these connections is through the second pillar, which is events. And that's right. how I met Candace. Yep. And we, we do events throughout the year. Um, you know, we have um, like a sensory play in uh, Hanover at Cheer Factor. And, you know, kids just go in and it's safe. And they, you know, they can go in there and play. And then we, you know, I met Candace at the sailing event. We and- try to do like my goal. And when I first like started, I was literally my husband and I, I left so many different playgrounds yeah. crying. And I would go to a playground and my son would be trying to scale the fence and go to the train tracks or he would escape if someone left the door open. And all these other parents were having their coffee and seemingly looking so content while their child was playing. And I was miserable. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I really wanted to find events that I can take my kids to. So I had to create them. So it was about like finding a venue that would support our group that was safe. So that other parents can go knowing their kid's not going to bolt away because that's a very common thing. Mm-hmm. And giving other people in public the awareness about that. Um, so now when we have events, all the all the Raising Hearts parents walk in. If it's their first one, they walk in stressed with their shoulders up. Yeah. And then they Darn. start to realize, I don't have to explain my kid here. Oh, my kid isn't going to leave. And yeah, that's what I love. Yeah, it's and great then, to see. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it's it's about that, like, you know, safety portion. Yes. But also giving your kid an experience that maybe you're not going to sign their, your kid up for soccer for 16 weeks when you know they might not even get on the field. Yeah. Right. You know, those are our realities. So. so what's it been like getting an organization off in the post-pandemic world? How much time do you have? <laughs> we've had a few organizations come in that, you know, we've, we have, we've spread the, you know, we've had organizations been around for 30 years on this podcast, some, yep. you know, 10, five years. There's been a couple who have been kind of post-pandemic and their story's been really interesting. I think it's, to be honest, like, um, I am not someone who's ever done a nonprofit before. Mm. I'm a nurse by background. So this was literally just something I thought would be something smaller than it already is. And so it actually kind of, I think people are really craving this. There's definitely a a need for it. Mm. It's like a tornado. It's sucking things in as it's going. When families hear about it, that part of it has really kind of been fast like people are like oh my god I need this so bad or oh my sister need this so bad or my husband needs a group like this but But it's the 
And did you see how we did that together? That was amazing. <laughs> but, you know, so the, the organic part of it right. is the easy part. You know, getting people to, to be – seeing is believing. People show up to an event and they're like, oh, my God, yes, I'm, I'm involved. It's the back-end stuff of running a nonprofit that's mm-hmm. the most challenging, like fundraising. How do we do that? Where do we go? What's how to appropriately ask mm-hmm. for fundraising dollars? How to be smart with social media? How to, be smart. How yeah. to really, really get the word out? Like, like in spreading the word and making the right connections. And I think there's a there's a fear. There's a fear in the misstep of saying, oh well, you know, like we tried an event. Oh, that didn't work. Or right. you know, we're just we just want to, you know, because we're a little bit perfectionists here. We we want it to all be right. And right. I but I think part of growing is failing. Right. I think it was like I was re- listening to a, um, a podcast once and Denzel Washington said, you can fall, but always fall forward. Yeah. So, so always make sure you're moving forward. And I think we've mm-hmm. done a pretty good job at that, just being really smart. And we, we were yeah. talking to a woman at an event, at a Marshfield Chamber event, yeah. and she said, make sure you are mm-hmm. hyper-focused and lean. And I thought that was great advice. Mm-hmm. We kind of keep repeating it to each other because Stay our, yeah. our, ment- our neurodiversity is that we're like in 8 million different ideas. Yeah. And <laughs> run them all at once. Yeah. Like, we can do 800 <laughs> events in a year. Right. And then we're like, <laughs> Frazzled. So Keep now, it. now it's really about like, let, does it does it fit our mission? Yes. Does it really serve what we want it to serve? It, and questions. that's really cool because we we're easily like, yeah, we can we can do all this. Yeah. Nope, back to one, back to one, back to focus. Yeah. And that's been our 2023 thing so far. What? How many? 18 days in, we've been very focused. <laughs> yes, yes. There's also that aspect of like the back end stuff of like yes. nonprofits. People come in, hey, I want to work on this or that vision or that mission, and then they don't realize there's all this little yes nuances and yeah, things like exactly. that. Like even you know filings, legalese, legal yeah. filings, and in you know paperwork and well, getting our 501c3. That and was a huge, huge, it was huge mm-hmm. relief. That was one of the biggest things for me because I felt like it gave us validity, yeah. and mm-hmm. I wanted to do everything right, like. Like, I wanted it to be very professional and it not to feel like it was, you know, even though it was literally born in my living room, it was like, I don't want yeah. it to feel like that. Yeah. But, I, you know, I think, um, you know, when you think about other entrepreneurs that start businesses, they always say, like, it was so hard at the beginning. We worked nonstop. And that is genuinely, mm-hmm. I mean, it's the same thing. Yeah. It's true. Whether yeah. you're a nonprofit or, a, or an inventor or right. wh- whatever you do, it's those first years are... A grind. Just, just looking back on on our stuff, getting that five hundred one c three letter is like mm-hmm. the greatest. Yes. Day oh, I've ever my first yes. Like been there yeah. for like I'm like oh, let's frame it, laminate it. Yeah, she sent it to me. She's like, save this. Don't don't yeah. lose I, it. I, I, I don't know where many things are, but that's one thing I know exactly where it is at all times. My birth certificate, not so yeah. much. You know? Yeah, exactly. My passport, yeah. no passport, idea. No. But it's interesting with that. Like even having a five hundred one um, certification, Candace was able to raise fill in the blank. What? How much money on Facebook for your birthday? $2,600. $2,600 because mm-hmm. she had this verification. Mm-hmm. So now we can, we can you know, legitimately raise money. And that was like a, a big thing because we had some sponsors come in and said, mm-hmm. well, are you certified yet? Yeah. And we're like, we're there. We're, we're, we're almost there. We're just waiting. Yeah. Out of our control was, uh, and, and the IRS was backed up. And so right. we were just, um, you know, we're also organizing in our head, like, okay, who were those really amazing, like, donors that reached out to us that wanted to donate when we did get Mm -hmm. it? So we had them in a little pile over here. And then we Mm -hmm. had the personal donors that didn't really care much about that. And so just kind of being able to go back and, like, yeah, Yeah, staying organized in that. That's a big deal. Yeah, organized. So what are your roles within the organization? Well, so I'm the director. Um, I basically work on, um, you know, planning the events and working on the mentorship program. So we're kind of coming up with the ideas. That's kind of my 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 big role. Being um, part of the mentorship program is like my passion project because mm-hmm. I really, 
I feel like that's such an, a huge piece that's missing. You know, when you first have a child that's diagnosed, whether they're three years old diagnosed or 12 years old diagnosed, you, you know, you that's where people kind of fall through the cracks. There are obviously a lot of um, doctors and stuff like that and therapists, but sometimes getting therapy is a huge wait list. Mm-hmm. Sometimes getting diagnosed is a huge wait list. And my, I just want to be that like... Um, I want that program. I really think it's just going to be a huge deal for parents when they first get the diagnosis mm-hmm. to at least we can we can pick them up a little bit and give them something to do while they're waiting like fill the or gap. some direction. Yeah. We're filling that gap between diagnosis and therapy. Um, but yeah, that's my role. Yeah. And I am vice president of the organization. Um, and I kind of do, I, I support Candace in, in her role. And I, I like to be centric focused on... Um, on uh, events. I, I love that because that's where my child really struggles because, um, you know, Cam Cam doesn't really fit in, in in certain, you know, at the playground or at the, but he really fits in with Raising Hearts. And so I, I think that's important. And I... I am a very social person and I like to be out there. And so I do a lot of networking and um, I'm working on fundraising through my contacts. And of course I take all the photos for raising hearts and, you know, we do social media and, you know, it's, it's really the two of us. So, you know, we named the big things, but we also go to Staples and buy things. And we also, you know, uh, check all the emails Mm -hmm. and we're, We're yeah, we're, we're very basically a two person, a two person show, but we, we do have some help now we do we're working on getting our board together and really solidifying that so i think that will be right now we're working on making our bones good yeah that's important so what's that that 30 60 second mission statement you give to people when you're out talking with them so raising hearts is um, an amazing community and we are parents helping other parents um and we support all families with neurodiverse children yeah and i always add like empowering parents Mm -hmm. enriching families and just like, you know, what do they say? Rising, rising tides raise all, all raises all boats. And, you know, yeah. we we are that, um, you know, that force, that force yeah. of good. Because it, like Candace had said, it's scary. It's yeah. scary. It's, it's a lot of unknowns because, you know, if you know one person with autism, you know one person with autism. Mm-hmm. So you could meet my child and then meet Candace's kids and be like, how are they under that same diagnosis? Right. And so I think it's important to spread that acceptance and yeah. awareness. And we do, I think we also um, will add that we try to stay positive. You yeah. know, there's a lot of, um, there's the, the reality of our life is hard mm-hmm. and it's not always perfect and it's not mm-hmm. always positive, but our goal is to really make, you know, people see that this can be, parenting can be fun and yeah. our children can have thriving lives. Okay. What are the organization's most urgent needs? Oh, boy. Um, well, I think to solidify our board is a huge need. So yeah. we need to make sure we have, like, you know, our, our financial, um, you know, planner kind of involved. We make sure we, we have, like, our a lawyer, a, an attorney involved, yeah. which we, we, you know, I think our goal is to really kind of solidify our board, to really make it grow quickly mm-hmm. um, and efficiently. Because we have the plans and ideas and we need to be able to get to it, execute. execute faster. And I think our second need would be to... Um, I always think fundraising should always be at the forefront of any nonprofit mm-hmm. because that's how we run. Um, Candace and I are 100% volunteers. We don't, you know, we have full-time jobs. We both full-time. have full-time jobs. Yeah. yeah. And, and so this is yeah. our, this is like our passion project mm-hmm. together. And, um, you know, there's so much that we can do. Yeah. We just need the financial backing to help do that. Mm-hmm. Um, we have some amazing programs in the works and, you know, our mentorship program and that's, you know, 
if we can get those two things to kind of jive together, I think, mm-hmm. yeah. watch out. So if someone wants to learn more about Raising Hearts, where can they go? Yeah, so they're going to go right to RaisingHearts.com. You can easily see that there's a, um, you know, if you want to join us as a volunteer or join us as a sponsor um, or as a, you know, a business uh, sponsor, any of those things, and we will get right back to you. And it's you um, can... Raising Hearts, H-A-R-T-S, um, which is Candace Hartford. So if you ever forget it, okay. you can always remember that. And then you can follow us on social, hashtag Raising Hearts. And um, uh, yeah, Instagram is uh, Raising Hearts 143. You mentioned volunteering. What's ways people can get involved in oh, the organization? Gosh, yes. Oh, boy. So volunteering is actually so much fun. I have okay. people who have been volunteering so far this year have loved it. So we do. We had a huge event at City Arena in Pembroke where we had um, – potentially 100 families, and it ended up being 150 families come. So all our volunteers came to help set this up. We have a lot of people that come, honestly, to help, you know, kind of be at the door because we need these kids to be safe. So we have volunteers for big events where we need to kind of keep everyone safe and corralled in. Um, But we need volunteers to help us with the mentorship program, to help us um, manage, like, our sailing event. Mm -hmm. Um, And then... um on April 1st, we are kicking off Autism Awareness Month with um, a gala at Black Rock Country Club in Hingham. And um, we would we would are in the process of building a, a committee to help us just, you know, spread that word and, and get that going. Um, and it's called the Hearts for Autism Gala. You mentioned that event with 150 families. How, yeah. how are people finding you? Like, is yeah. it just Social that media. network of... Yeah. Families on the so social shore. media. So there's a group um, that has been really helpful and friends I've made and right early on. It's called uh, Parents on the South Shore of Children with ASD. And so we have used that group of, as well as the Raising Hearts group to spread our events. So either on the website, um, on social media, but it's been a lot of word of mouth. So I still get emails and texts from random parents that are like, I heard about you from whatever, like I need it in. Um, also, we've contacted all our local like pediatricians, developmental pediatricians, and then I work at MGH, um, and then my boys go to the Lurie Center for Autism up in um, Lexington. So I've been able to kind of, you know, utilize like all of our local agencies, whether it's hospitals, pediatrician's office, the South Shore Autism Center has been a huge support, as well as like OT and PT, like wherever, whoever serves our kids, right? Like, you know, we basically had Sergeant Family Services, like they've been yeah. able to spread our word too. And then I, um, through my network, reach mm-hmm. out through more business contacts. So mm-hmm. I, um, it was on the Marshfield Chamber of Commerce, um, you know, email blast. And then I reached out to the superintendents of Marshfield schools and said, hey, can you put this in your newsletter? He's like, yeah. Uh, and it was, I had texted this to Candace. Uh, I said, oh, I just got a text message from a local mom saying, you going to the Raising Hearts thing? Not knowing that I <laughs> am involved. And I was so proud yeah. that she had no idea that I was involved. And she's yeah. like, yeah, I think I'm going to go to the Raising Hearts thing. Yeah. Are you going to go? I'm so like, yeah, cool. I'll be there. Yeah. And it was just and now it was it's a really empowering moment for us. Very cool because now we're hearing even from like the North Shore, like where there's yeah, people on Western really. Mass that are like, oh, gosh, I wish this was closer to me. And mm-hmm. obviously we're like, oh, gosh, we wish it was we're closer to you too, yeah. you know, because just – Clearly, the need is just everywhere. Yeah. And so for people that aren't on social media, I think our, our goal is to really kind of integrate through the school system so that people mm-hmm. just know, like, hey, I don't know if you know this group, but here's here's the information and people can come to us. What's been the biggest challenge you guys have faced with the organization? Oh. Well, we are new. So mm-hmm. there's always those you know hiccups along the way of um, we don't know what we don't know. Mm-hmm. 
And that's really hard to find out what you don't know, because what do you Google? What do you ask? What do you do? And so I think that leaning on our colleagues Mm -hmm. and our friends to, to be, you know, very boldly honest. One of the first things we've learned like early on was find the expert if we're not an expert. Exactly. You don't try to be the expert. Go find the person and, and, and ask for help and take the help. Um, I, I think to just, you know, knowing, knowing what the next right step is, is mm-hmm. really hard because this is, you know, Candace, I bet could do, you know, anything with NICU nursing with her eyes closed, mm-hmm. but years and years of training. And I think eventually, you know, we'll get there. We'll have our years behind us. And, yep. you know, I, I think we're finding like our, our, like our, you know, our, our voice people. and our place. And yeah, yeah it's yeah. really hard. And also finding like the doers out there, you know, there's a Mm -hmm. lot of people that um, are so passionate about this. And there's a lot of people living this life that can't give us the time that it takes to put into this. Mm -hmm. So we need to use those people for what they're good at and then use people that have the time to to be on the back end business wise. Yeah, And if your capacity is just to like us on Facebook, great. But if your capacity is to volunteer in an event, Mm -hmm. yeah, we'll take that too. Or maybe you want to be on the board. So just it's okay if if all you can do is like and share. That's huge for us. I'm on the flip side of that. What's been the most successful thing or rewarding thing oh so God. far? Oh, boy. <laughs> like, this is my, I mean, we, like, cry all the time because yeah. we go to events and we actually yeah. see, like, firsthand. Yeah. Um, obviously, we see parents, like, give us a shaky hug yeah. and say thank you so genuinely. Or we see parents connecting and say, oh, my gosh, I live in Milton. So do you. Oh, my kid's in the same grade. I'm like, I found someone, you know, it's um, just really seeing these connections and these relationships really starting to build and seeing the confidence of parents and not just moms. Like, I really want to stress that it's dads, too. Like we there's a lot of dads within Raising Hearts that, um, Mm -hmm. you know, also have grieved Mm -hmm. the life they thought their child was going to have and are starting to get excited now about showing up with their kid to do something. Maybe Mm -hmm. it's not Little League. Maybe it's sailing. Yeah. You know, maybe it's surfing. Maybe yeah, it's kind of breaking out of that mold of what's right. traditionally supposed, what are you supposed to do? Who cares? You know? And nothing's normal. I think that's what's kind of been a rewarding thing mm-hmm. for us too, yeah. is that this is an inclusive thing. My daughter and and your son and families are all, in, are all encouraged to come. And, you know, the Actually, most, it's nice to, it's really feels good to see when you look back at this Halloween event and you see 700 people in one room and every you don't even know it's an autistic thing. It's, it's just amazing, kids and it's families. So that's actually really important. What Candace just pointed on is that it's if your child is autistic and their sibling is not, everyone is okay. welcome because that's part of our awareness mm-hmm. thing too. And you know, we want the siblings of children to say, "Oh yeah, we we go to a raising hearts," and it's not just, "Well, I don't have autism, I can't go," right. because that's the opposite of yeah. what what we're trying to do. Yeah, and to... it's really cool to see. And now my daughter, who's five, hangs out with her son, who's five, and yeah. they're yeah. and they so they can bond. play. But yeah, it's a win win for everyone. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, what's that one thing that surprises people about the organization? How fast it's grown. And I also think that it's just the two of us, pretty yeah. much. <laughs> People are like, wait, what? How, where? I, you know what? Where do you find the time? We're like, well, we don't really sleep. And we just wake up and we do this. And in between, and actually Candace yeah. and I always uh, talk in the car. Yeah. We're always, because we're always going to a, another doctor's appointment mm-hmm. or, or she's on her way to work and I'm on my way to a yeah. photo shoot. And I'm like, I'm in the car. I have nine minutes. You know, what's yeah, the update? We like to be busy yeah. and... You know, it, focused. It, it, it really does. It's keep. It's actually been. It's really been fun. 
you know, yeah. this has been something genuinely fun and uh, good for our families. It's been beneficial for a lot. So I think people are kind of surprised, like, oh, my gosh, this just started literally yeah. like I Not remember going away with some friends in February saying, I want to start something. And then in March, like naming it and mm-hmm. then filing in like the end of April. Yeah. And then when was the first event? Was it May? I mean, I did some prior to like really, really starting. But yeah, like. I don't even, yeah, I mean, we've had how many events so far? Like over 15. So many events. And really it's been, I mean, call it May to January. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, we're not talking like little events. I mean, we we went sailing. (laughs) Like that's big. It's big. And we had this huge trick-or-treat event and, you know, we, oh, we had um, sensory Santa photos where it was, you know, Santa's a tough one. Because okay. there's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of lines and a lot of waiting. And it's you get 30 seconds with Santa. This was each child had as much time as they needed. Wow. They could they could come up. They didn't have to come up. They could wave from a distance. They could hug him. They It didn't matter. And it was that was a partnership a we did with Ware River Farm. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, we're just so cool. Candace and I are doers. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're building it and the people are coming. And before we wrap up, is there anything else you want our listeners to know about Raising Hearts? I mean, honestly, just share away. I want people to really see the beauty of it. If you mm-hmm. want to come and see it, if you're ever curious, if you want to bring your kids, autism or not, or if they have like ADHD or whatever, it does not matter. I want people to really see it firsthand mm-hmm. um, because it is actually like humanity at its best mm-hmm. and it's a feel good thing. And um, it's something that I think will benefit all families to be a part of. Cool. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank Thank you so much for having us, Jonathan.